Ladies and gentlemen, listening faithful, my homies, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Keystone Chronicles podcast. I got something a little bit different lined up for you guys this week, uh, a little deeper deeper subject and um, maybe maybe different from from really what are, where I've been going with things, but I, I want to try to do some like self-help type episodes. It's something that I've been into for, for a good while, and... Um, some people might think that's cheesy or whatever, but I feel like if if I can get you into the right mindset of things for different reasons or another, maybe that helps in life or maybe that helps uh, in some form or another. Maybe you don't even realize it or not. So, oh man, there's a couple things I want to go over, and I, I want to start with um, how you guys are going to handle family life going into a deer season, okay? And I just want to speak from my experiences and I understand that there are single people that listen to this show and they don't think that they have these responsibilities to be somewhere else and could just spend all that time in the woods or out on the water or whatever it is that they have going on in the outdoors. And I understand that. And I have been there, you know, years and years and years ago in my life. But the fact of the matter is whether you understand it or not, more than likely you have people that are dependent on you being around or being able to talk to you at some point or another. Or even animals, right? Or maybe you have a dog or something. And I want to say, you know, what what plans have you made or what kind of respectful things have you put into place going into a deer season, okay? Because for me, I work a lot, and then on top of that, I'm going to hunt and I'm going to scout. So one thing that I like to practice and the thing that I do is I wake up as early as possible to go scouting. If I'm going to go scouting... I'm leaving here, you know, 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. And I know that that way when I get to my spot, yeah, maybe it's just a little bit dark or, or one thing or another. And, and if I'm going scouting, I can be back to my house by 10.30, 11 o'clock, right? And that's just going into lunchtime or the kids are just kind of getting moving around. And, you know, they, they had just got up at maybe 9 o'clock, 9.30 or something if they slept in or, or another. And that is how I try to balance what I have going on here at home because it it can be very difficult right and I have people that reach out to me and they're like hey my my wife gets upset when I go hunting uh, three times a year and I I don't know how to help you with that all I can tell you is you know you need to sit down and express your feelings but what the people I'm really aiming at are you know let's just be respectful right and what I mean by that is let's put other things in place, right? The honey-do list. Hey, uh, I want to get this done before hunting season, right? Uh, right now I'm working on my back porch and I'm doing a new partition wall up in the kitchen. And that's that needs to be done, right? We're going to get that done. And then that's going to make everybody happy and it's going to set me up for success going into the season to where I don't have to worry about all this shit during the scouting season, during the... The season itself, and uh, you know, unless an emergency pops up, uh, I can kind of just coast with the, with the house stuff. And um, I just I want to see you guys think about what some things that you can put in line to to help with things at home while we're gone and hunting in the woods. Because there's some freaking diehards that I know that listen to this show, and I know you guys are spending every waking second, hour, minute that you possibly can in the woods, and I know what it's like during that crunch time too, whenever it's lights out, man, like it's closing time and it's time to get it done and tensions run high and, and it's, 
you don't want to be having to think about, man, I really need to finish that drywall or put that fan up or whatever the heck you got going on. Um, with that being said, guys, uh, are, are, are you guys out there shooting your bow, right? It's, it is that time of the year and I don't want to see you being that goober that goes to the bow shop September 20th and is mad because you can't have your bow ready for opening day. I understand that things happen and then, you know, maybe a bow blows up or a string goes or whatever, but that's the other thing, you know, check, check, let's do some maintenance. There's little things that we can check and, and put together on our bow. And then there's also uh, your arrow setups and stuff like that, guys. Just just shoot. I know that one thing that I've been practicing the last couple of years is a cold shot. And what that is, is as soon as I get home, if I'm going to go in the woods for the evening or in the morning before I go in the woods or whatever, is I try to let a shot out and just get that, get that cold shoulder out of there. You know, keep that shoulder warm, if you will, just like a, like a pitcher in baseball. You know, throw that coat up over my arm and, and try to keep everything warm and ready to rock and roll because... You can be really unfamiliar if you don't shoot, you know, a couple weeks into the season. And another thing that I try to do is even though I'm not going to shoot that doe that just came in or whatever the scenario is, I'm still probably going to draw. And I feel like that just keeps everything all lubed up and, and, and working all right, you know, like like some Tin Man shit. Um, these are these are pretty you know pretty easy common things uh, that that I feel like everybody should be should be practicing but I want to go over what what are you guys willing to to actually put into this game how much blood are you willing to put into what you want right so what I'm talking about is being realistic with your goals in the hunting season and I'm just going to speak from a whitetail side of things because that's that's my experiences. And I'm sure that there's a lot of connection between this and a, and a waterfowl season or a elk season or, or, you know, pick your poison, really. And um, what what is the realistic thing, right? Um, I, I've heard plenty of different things said. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the analogies that, that I, I'm sure will come back to me, but... If you go in the woods and you're going to go shoot a 130-inch deer, right, that's the goal. I mean, are you hunting somewhere where there's 130-inch deer, number one? And how do you know that? Oh, well, I got pictures of these deer. That's great. Do you have any day pictures, right? And I'm not saying you need day pictures to kill deer, but if you're holding an inventory and deciding you're going to hunt a certain specific location and all your pictures are at 1 a.m. in the morning, like... I think I think and feel like your chances are a lot less in that spot and maybe do a little bit more homework and try to find something that's a little bit more, you know, towards that time or, you know, put yourself where if you're hunting rut, not even rut, because I've seen deer chase doe early, early, early season, especially mature deer. You know, put yourself in an area where you think you can cut off a, a buck downwind of does or something. If you're just going to be in random different places. And I'm not trying to give tips or pointers or anything. I'm just trying to tell you that you have to be in that mindset that, okay, I know that there is 120, 130 inch deer, or maybe you're not an inch guy. Maybe you're going after an age deer. And I understand that too. So you know that there's a mature animal that's in this area, but down the road, 
you got pictures of four four-year-old deer instead of one seven or eight-year-old deer or whatever's going on maybe hey let's let's move the expectations over here because now my chances are are highly bumped up over in this area instead of that area because that expectation if you're okay with not shooting a deer then yes i think that you you should definitely go after the deer that you you most definitely want to kill but on the flip side like i was saying why not go get that kill right let's let's go get the kill in and i i understand there's there's a different aspect some people hunt certain deer me i'm going to put myself in the best position to kill and uh, and if that's going to be a 120 inch deer instead of the 135 inch deer or the four-year-old deer instead of the eight-year-old deer that's what i'm going to do uh, i like to say it's hunting like a coyote or a, a wolf whatever you want to call it but it's just an opportunistic kill um and that's the way i hunt out of state for sure 100 percent. put yourself in a position where there's sign and hope that the deer that comes through is a shooter deer and try to lay the shot down so guys there's there's a couple other things that i want to go over and i want to shift gears into and i i want to talk about how to learn from our losses and how that should be a reminder that you 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 can't always feel like you're on top so i i have some things written down here and there's a couple things i want to go over so there's a certain people that i pity and those are the people that claim that they're always winning you see if you're always winning you're never losing then you're never learning i feel that we learn best whenever we lose or we fail so if you think about it correctly in the right mindset losing or failing is a godsend and a blessing this is the mindset that we have to improve upon we must think in a manner which Failure is not much of an option, but has to happen, and it must. Without it, we will not learn. With it, you will get better. So if you're a man or a woman that says, I don't lose, I never lose, I'm always winning, I stay winning. Okay, sure, good for you. So you're telling me that you're not learning, really. And if you're not learning, then how the hell are you improving? It's time to normalize and being okay with losing first, and you need to find a fucking way to win. All right, you need to find a way to succeed. You need to push and get better. If you will not, then somebody else will, and that's the guy that's gonna go and shoot your deer. Okay, <laughs> and I know that that, that may sound uh, you know kind of deep for some of you, and um, this is this is odd territory for for me putting out something like this too. So. This is the way that I feel like I learn, okay, and that is by these failures. I have talked about in the past how I have hit deer and not got them, and that will wear on you, okay? So if you're listening and that has never happened to you, God bless your soul. If you're listening and that has happened to you and you understand, then you get get exactly what I'm talking about. I have really really put my standards on a shot so far up a pedestal that it is sometimes a really double guessing thing or game for me and it's funny because my dad will always say well this isn't a spectator sport and I laugh because he's he's right 
you know, we're, we're not out here to just watch deer. If that's what you want, take your camera. And I know that there are some that do that, but I enjoy watching deer. But at the same time, I am in the woods to kill and put food on the table and really enjoy what I'm doing. So I have made some mistakes and I have most definitely, definitely learned from them. And I can think of times where I've even gutted deer. And who here remembers the first time that you hit the gut on a deer when you were gutting the deer out, right? And you're dressing the deer and poof. Oh. And you learn real quick, you know, you're not going to make that same mistake again, guys. And, and I, I think that, uh, that's just a comparison I can do for, for how, how, how we can learn. And, um, and that I want to go into talking about the fear or the struggles and hard times. And I like to compare the hard times and the struggles that we have to go through to carrying that extra weight or load as a person, like a baseball player that would be using like a donut on a bat. And if you don't know what a donut is, basically it's an extra weight that you put on the end of the bat. And it makes the mind think that when you take it off, that the bat is lighter. When in fact the bat has not lost any weight at all. But you need to trick yourself into learning that even though at certain times you may carry more weight, it's really all the same. And you really can do this, right? And if you can rewire your brain to thinking with every fiber within you that the hard times that you are going through right now mean that you're about to strike gold and it will change your life. Even if that's not what happens, simply making yourself believe and understanding that better days are coming will help you get by and help you be more successful in your life. And I think that that shit is really deep. But this is my mindset. Okay. So I I really hope and think that some of these things that I have said. Can help you guys uh, get yourself moving. And get yourself motivated for this season. I hope that after hearing these words. You're thinking hell yeah man. I'm, I'm ready. Like I'm, I'm ready to go. I want to put forth every fiber every every being of me into doing every single thing that I'm setting myself up for this season the hard way if you will because we all know doing hard shit feels good and there's a reason because it's rewarding in every aspect so don't be afraid to try something new because we know that failure is just going to lead to us learning okay and I feel like that that's going to be the moral of, of everything I just went over but some other things I wanted to touch on real quick. Um, you know, we talked about shooting your bow, guys. We want to be out there doing that. Let's talk about a little bit of a fitness aspect. And I'm not talking like you have to be in the best freaking shape of your life to go and hunt whitetail deer. But let's face it, guys. When you're dragging deer out, it's no joke. Okay, well, you always see the memes and all the other stuff making fun of people that are out of shape or even people that are in shape, man. It's it's just hard. And if you've never dragged in out a mountain deer or been in these bluffs, or seen what you have to get some deer out of, and you understand why you want yourself to be a little physically fit, okay? And, and I'm not saying you need to be perfect, or you need to be in like this huge, great shape. But guys, there's certain little stupid things you can do. And I mean, even with me having a baby here, you know, drop down and get a couple push-ups in while the baby's taking a nap for a couple minutes. Right. Um, I have really put my workout stuff on hold because of everything going on here. And 
Uh, I'm trying to get back into it and trying is just an excuse. I just need to do it. But on the flip side, you know, the baby lays down, I can do a couple push-ups or uh, jumping jacks or squats or I can stretch or just, you know, have some, res- I have some res- resistance bands here that sure they're not the best thing to use, but they work well and they move muscles. So it's better than nothing is what I'm getting at. You know, those reps that you get in with your bow. Get those reps in. Maybe do a couple jumping jacks or something while you're out shooting your bow and get yourself worked up. Get that heart rate thumping and get them shots out because, guys, you know how it is when these deer come in. You can feel your freaking heart in your in your freaking throat or your chest, you know, pounding. And and we all know what it's like coming down off of an adrenaline high and you're just shaking it uncontrollably sometimes. And it's, it's I mean, it's why we do it. It's why we do it. And... I, I just want you guys to try to prepare for what's ahead of us. And I, I hope that this, this really helps. And if this goes over well, guys, we'll do more episodes like this. So I, I really hope it helps you out. If you guys have any questions for me, please shoot me a message, man. Um, guys, if there's any of you that are in a dark place, please reach out for me. I, I will help you in any way that I can. I... I want to talk about um, men's mental health. I think that's a subject that is highly, highly looked over. If you guys aren't feeling well, please reach out to me. I will do whatever I can in my power to help you in any way. So um, it's no joke. That's that's a big thing. If you guys know somebody who you think is in a, in, a, in a bad mental place, guys, you should talk to them. Um, PTSD is a real thing. I, I have seen it myself, whether that's, you know, coming from um, somebody who's a veteran or, or somebody who's seen a traumatic experience. It is a real thing. It's not a joke. It's not funny. Um, you know, we may be use, use humor to maybe help their day or along or whatever, but when the fact of the matter is we, we need to talk to those people, we need to take care of them. So I just wanted to put that message out there, guys. Uh, I hope everybody's doing great. I hope you're doing fine. I hope your families are great. I hope everybody's well-fed, and I hope everybody's eating good. Uh, with this uh, with this message, guys, I really appreciate your time. I will talk to you guys next week. Ladies and gentlemen, you have reached the end of another episode of the Keystone Chronicles podcast. Guys, a little different episode there. I hope that you guys enjoyed that. I, I have a lot more where that come from. If this goes over well, if not, then uh, we'll skip over this and we'll just move on to more hunting, fishing, and outdoor activity stuff. Guys, I want to thank you, as I do at the end of episode, every episode, that the support has been very good. I appreciate everybody always reaching out, letting me know what they like and what they don't like. So, with that being said, guys, rate, comment, subscribe, Apple, and Spotify helps the show. You know the drill. Big episodes coming Let's get ready for this freaking deer season. I'm stoked. It's time to flip the switch. Until next week.